0: It's time for Let's Talk About Jesus. If you recognize the theme song, you know what time it is. And we're so glad to be with you today right here on WMAF. We have a message today that I pray will will touch your heart, will change your life. If you are not a Christian, please stay tuned today. Don't turn the dial. Don't say this does not involve me. It's all about you. And it's all about me. And it's all about the Christ, the Savior, the one who went to the cross because God loved you and me so much that He would give His only begotten Son that we... Might be saved today. Oh, friend of mine, don't miss this message. It's a good news message to a a bad news world. Amen. We're going to be talking in just a few minutes about Jesus, the healer of the broken. But just before we do, I'll just pray today that, uh, uh, that, that we will continue, uh, to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we covet your prayers if you are a Christian today, that you will pray with us and for us and pray for w m a f that they will they will continue to exist and be a vehicle for a, not only family friendly Programming, uh, but they will be a vehicle for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you advertise with WMAF, you have anything to do with them, you're investing in a vehicle for the gospel. And I believe God's going to not only, uh, you know, uh, cause your business to people to know about your business. I believe God is going to personally find a way to bless that business because it's all part of this great, Great mighty move of God in these last days. You know, all the things about the last days are so very, very negative. But there's something positive about it. For it says in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And we're living in those days and God is moving by his Holy Spirit, the great last day harvest is being brought in. Praise God. And I pray that you are part of that harvest. Praise God of souls. Bringing in the sheaves is not some antiquated, outdated Christian song uh, when we used to have a vision uh, for evangelism and the harvest fields. It is up to date because today, all Over the world. There there is a move of God's Spirit to bring in the sheaves, to bring in souls into the safekeeping of God's kingdom because the King is coming soon. Amen. We're going to be talking about Jesus, the healer of the broken, our balm of Gilead. Jesus, the healer of the broken, our balm of Gilead. Jeremiah 8 and verse 22. It says, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Why is there, is there no healing uh, of the hurt of God's people? Why are we not recovered? You see, uh, Gilead was known for its its medical uh uh, m- uh medicinal cures and and everyone knew if you need a balm to put on something to heal it up you can find it in Gilead because there are physicians there uh, that grind up the different herbs to make these m- medicines so it it was common knowledge if you go to Gilead you're going to find a cure for the for the hurt and And the pain and the, and the, and whatever it is is your ailment. And it was, it was just unthinkable that you could go to Gilead and not find a physician who would have a cure for you. And it was unthinkable that Israel could not return to God and find the healing and help that they needed for their predicament and their situation that sin had created. And the hurt that is being talked about here uh, was sin and rebellion because it always separates us from God's blessings and makes us vulnerable to our enemy. Listen, one of Johnny Cash's last songs was a cover of another song called Hurt, a song about addiction and the pain that it causes, not only to the person, who is addicted, but to all the people that have anything to do with that person. My stepfather was addicted to alcohol, and my mother said the greatest pain that she ever felt in her heart, because she loved him so much, is to watch someone that you love destroy themselves. Not in an instant suicidal event, but in doing an activity that continually causes uh, death to be advanced and death to be brought on before its time. And it broke her heart every day to see that uh, a man who had had two very serious heart attacks and was told to stop the the drinking and the smoking in his case uh, so that he could live out his days or live at least longer than he lived and her to watch him. And it was breaking her heart. And did you know it breaks God's heart to watch us make the wrong choices? When we rebel uh, against him and the way that he illuminates through his word and we choose our own way. You know, the scripture said there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And you may be on a road right now. I was on a road that led to destruction, but it was a road that seemed the right road. It was fulfilling my flesh and my desires, and, and I thought I'm having too good a time to become one of those goody Two shoes, church-going guys, and friend of mine. I want to tell you something. <laughs> I'm a church-going guy, but 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 there's nothing, uh, there's nothing mundane. There's no, I'm not in some religious box. In fact, I've been set free from a prison. <laughs> Hallelujah! Serving Jesus is a joy not a job it's not just a bunch of of negative laws to keep you uh, in line it is a positive powerful allegiance to the lover of your soul. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And it's a joy to serve the Lord. It's a joy, amen, to worship the Lord. It is so comforting to know that that my steps are ordered of the Lord and not by my own flesh and not influenced by the enemy of my soul. And I'm so glad that the end of this journey is going to end in the joy and bliss of heaven eternity with God with my loved ones that have preceded me to have an age without end it's not leading to destruction praise God amen through the prophet Jeremiah the Lord laments for Jerusalem the city which had a special place in his heart and which he affectionately called the daughter of my people but Jerusalem became a wicked city Jeremiah 8, 5, and 6 says, Why has this people slidden back? Why is Jerusalem a continual apostasy? No man repented of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? The city was characterized by falsehood, covetousness, immorality, and idolatry. The city was sick, sin-sick, and about to die. Soon, the rival city of Babylon would fall upon Jerusalem and destroy it. Across the river Jordan, not far from Jerusalem, was a land called Gilead, and it was famous for its spices, ointments, and herbal remedies. The merchants to whom Joseph was sold had come from Gilead with camels bearing spices, balm, and myrrh on their way to carry them down to Egypt according to Genesis 37 and verse 25. Let's read the context of our text, beginning with verse 19 through 22. God says, Behold, the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people, because of them that dwell in a far country, is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their Craven images and strange vanities. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, And we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. I am black, astonishment hath taken hold on me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? You see, friend of mine, God was so willing if they would just repent and come back to God and put away their idolatries, if they would just bow to no other God but come to the true and living God, he would abundantly pardon them he would restore them and he would protect and care for them and listen when israel was right with god no enemy no army no giant no evil king uh, regardless of the strength and the weaponry could ever defeat god's covenant people and i'm telling you there's victory for god's covenant people of the new covenant today there is help for us there is healing for us and not just for our physical bodies but for our sin sick souls hallelujah the devil will only show you the pleasure of sin never the pain never the end result never the consequences here and the eternal consequences in the world to come the book of isaiah begins with a lament over the hurt and brokenness sin had caused in the land. Listen to Isaiah, verse 1. It says the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken. I have nourished. And brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know my people, doth not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord, they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger and they are gone away backward. Why should you be stricken any more? You will revoke more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole heart is faint. From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there's no soundness in it but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment neither bound up or soothed with ointment. You see, friend, this is what David referred to in Psalm 23, when he said, Thou anointest my head with oil. This reference is not about gifts of ministry or anointings to preach the gospel. It's about sheep with cut, bruised, and insect-bitten heads. It's about the healing of the hurt that's left unattended would lead surely to death. The compassion of the shepherd poured oil upon the head to soothe the pain and promote healing. And a lot of times, mixed with the oil, was the healing herbs, and he rubbed it in, anointing the head. David knew the sores of sin for himself, but he also knew the mercies of God and discovered the healing balm of God's grace through repentance. Oh, friend, today, God stands ready to heal the hurt. There are so many broken people, broken marriages, broken hearts, and broken lives. Bob Dylan, years ago, Robert Zimmerman is his name, he once de- detailed the list of things that were broken in one of his songs. And it says simply this, everything is broken. Broken bottles, broken plates, broken switches, broken gates, broken dishes, broken parts. Streets are filled with broken hearts. Broken words never meant to be spoken. Everything is broken. Broken bodies, broken bones, broken voices, On broken phones, take a deep breath. Feel like you're choking. Everything is broken. Broken treaties, broken vows, broken hands on broken plows, broken pipes, broken tools, people bending, broken rules. Everything is broken. Bob Dylan sang those words on an album appropriately entitled, Oh Mercy, You see, friends, we live in a broken society, which exists in a broken world, which is part of the broken human condition. The bad news is everything and everyone is broken. And the cure, there's a bomb in Gilead. There is a physician there. You know, it's a simple formula while the pain and the heartache and the heartbreak uh, in in this, this world that we live in today is because it is a fallen world. It is a sin-tainted world. And we live in a fallen world in faulty bodies. And everyone needs the healing balm applied to the brokenness of our lives. There is, I declare it again, there is for you and there is for me a balm in Gilead. There is a physician there. A provision has been made for the healing of your broken relationship with God so that God can heal everything else that is broken in your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, when you come to Christ, you don't just get a ticket to heaven and left on your own. In fact, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. And that word comfortless means orphanos in the Greek, or it's rendered from the Greek word orphanos. I will not leave you alone down there. I will come to you. I will abide with you. I will be with you. I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. But I will go with you even unto the end of the age. See, the good news, friend, is there is a God of mercy and grace who will forgive our sin and heal the brokenness in our heart. Beginning with the broken relationship with God, You know, God told ancient Israel, my ear's not heavy that I can't hear. I'm a prayer answering God, in other words. My hand is not shortened that I can't save and deliver. (laughs) I'm a God of healing and help and deliverance. But your sins have separated between you and your God. Oh, thank God there is a remedy. For the for that sin that separates us and it's the forgiveness of sin through the shed blood of Jesus Christ our Savior. One writer commenting on Isaiah that we just read from says the whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint Isaiah one five and six. From the sole of the foot even to the head there's no soundness in it, but only wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither soothed with ointment. Every thought, word, and action has been polluted by sin. Every mental faculty is depraved. The will chooses evil over and over again. The affections cleave to earthly things. The memory, like a broken sieve, retains the bad and lets the good fall. The judgment, like a bridled, bribed or drunken judge, pronounces mindless or wrong decisions. The conscious, like an opium eater, lies asleep and drugged in stupefied silence. When all these master faculties of the mind are so drunken and disorderly, need we wonder why the bodily members are a godless, rebellious crew? You know, I ask my congregation very often, And it seems like a a tongue-in-cheek thing, but I'm very serious about that. How many of you were lost before you got saved? And I watched the hands go up of people who know Christ as their Savior. We were all, we were all lost. And we were all in that rebellious state until we opened our life to God's conviction, and we were drawn by His Spirit to come to Christ. And oh, the joy! As one writer said, "Oh, the joy that filled my soul!" Amen. Lust call out for gratification, unbelief and infidelity murmur, tempers growl and mutter. Every bad passion strives hard for the mastery. Oh, the evils of the human heart, which let loose, have filled the earth with misery. And hell with victims, which deluges the world with the flood, burnt Sodom and Gomorrah with fire from heaven, and are ripening the world for the final judgment. Every sin which has made this fair earth a present hell, has filled the air with groans and hath drenched the ground with blood, and it dwells—that sin dwelled in your heart and mind, dear friend. We've all sinned, the Scripture declares, and come short of the glory of God. Isaiah 53 said, All we like sheep have gone astray. But God hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. But God hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Jesus Christ, friend, is our balm in Gilead, He is our great physician our shepherd king who pours oil and wine into our deep, deadly wounds, our savior, our healer, our deliverer, and our friend. I like Isaiah 53, 3-5. through five. It says of him who is to become this healing balm in his sacrificial death and his resurrection. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised. For our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace. Was upon him. And with his stripes. We are healed. Praise God. Amen. Yet for our sicknesses he carried. It was our diseases. And friend beyond the physical realm. Beyond the physical realm. The soul is sin sick. And the heart is diseased with sin. And Jesus is not only the healer of the soul. (laughs) Hallelujah. He is the healer of the body. There is a balm in Gilead with his stripes. We are healed. Ernest Hemingway, at the end of a farewell to arms, wrote, The world breaks everyone then some become strong at the broken places. The world breaks everyone, but some become strong at the broken places. Medically, I'm told that if you break a bone in your body, when it heals, when they put a cast on it and it mends itself, the broken place, because of the extra strength that is given in the healing of it, is stronger than the place before it or behind it. In other words, if you fall again, you will probably break in front or behind it because the broken place is now made even stronger. And today I want to declare if you trust Jesus Christ, you can go from brokenness to blessedness. God has provided a lamb. God has given his son to give himself for us. So that we can be given the kiss of unconditional love and forgiveness. So that we who are so broken. Amen. We can be healed. There's a bomb in Gilead for you today. There is a healing that can occur. Between the broken relationship that sin has created. That great chasm. Between fallen man, rebellious man, and a holy God, all oh, but Jesus on the cross, He spanned that gap that sin had created. God found a way to redeem you, to ransom us, to buy us back from from sin, sin's deadly wound. Today, <laughs> praise God. There's no gospel. There's no good news. That's what gospel means. Like the gospel of Jesus Christ today. Amen. The love of God, one songwriter says, the wonder of it all. Another day, another twist in the road, a cloud upon your soul. Don't let it take control. Don't be afraid to say the name. He's there for those who call him. He's your refuge from the cold. To love God is a curious thing. The more you give it, Seems the more He brings the love, His love, back to you. In the presence of the Holy Spirit, bells ringing, I can hear the angels sing so clearly the answer is Jesus. (laughs) The wonder of it all, the answer is Jesus. Let your heart and mind receive an answer to the call. Feel the wonder of it all, for the answer is Jesus. Hallelujah. Is there a bomb in Gilead? I'm declaring to you today, yes, there is. Because there is a physician there. Jesus is the healer of that broken relationship. And Jesus is the healer of that broken heart. Jesus can take away as we bow to him, repent of our sin and allow him to do this work in our heart. This removing of that sin-hardened heart of stone and this replacing with a heart of grace. It's called being born again. It means being born from above. It means the regeneration of the Holy Spirit, the reawakening of a dead conscience and the reestablishing of a broken relationship with God. You know, the Bible said in Ephesians, you hath he quickened which means made alive in the Greek, who were dead in trespasses and sins. We were dead in our relationship to God. We were separated from Him. Ah, but on the cross, that great gap that sin had created has been spanned by Jesus' suffering, Jesus' death, and Jesus' resurrection. And you and I, have been made alive, not just not just physical life, but given spiritual eternal life. Hallelujah! And told that we would never die. This old body is going to run its run run out. Uh, it's time, and it's going to fall one day. Uh, but the spirit, that is the true you, the eternal you and me, is going to live somewhere forever. And the good news is, God wants you to live with Him forever, age. Without end. He's prepared for us a city. Hallelujah. And He's going to prepare this earth, a new heaven and a new earth where we will live in a new body that will never get sick, will never die, because there's a bomb in Gilead and there is a physician there. And I pray today that you will run to Him, not from Him. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, I pray that this very day that you will run to Him. Wherever you are right now, that you will call upon the name of the Lord, repenting of your sin, receiving His abundant grace, pardon, and forgiveness. Let Him, number one, heal the broken relationship between him and you. And then he can heal and will heal the broken heart. For sin will surely hurt you and it will destroy you finally. But there is a balm. In Gilead, there is a physician there. And today, if you're a Christian, there's healing for your brokenness and your bitterness. Bring it to the cross. The great physician knows just what to do. And come back next week and let's talk about Jesus.